Psalm 18. Psalm 18, we're just going to pick up right where we left off last week. Just read a few short little verses tonight. Psalm 18, starting with verse 19. Last week at the beginning of the psalm, we kind of saw the power of the Lord. We saw uh, David praising the Lord for his deliverance from whatever situation it was at, at the time of writing. Uh, David was praising the Lord, but we also see the power of the Lord and how the Lord deals with those who are going to come under his judgment. And so uh, tonight we are uh, kind of shifting gears a little bit, kind of going in a different direction, but we'll pray and then we'll read through the text. Father God, we come to you tonight and I thank you for each one that's here. God, I thank you for the good singing. We've had some good singing the last few days. Everybody just singing out praising you, God, and I just thank you for that. And I, I pray that you be with us tonight. I, I thank you for these good meetings that we've had the rest of this week. I thank you that we can come together and get our hearts ready. And I pray that in these words tonight, God, that you'd touch my heart, that you'd touch the hearts of each one here, that we would be just striving to to live for you, dear Lord God, that you just would reveal to us those things in our heart that shouldn't be there, our, our bad attitudes or our worries or our fears or, 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 or the things that may be fighting for our attention that are pulling us away from you, dear Lord. I pray that you would just bind the enemy from each one that's getting ready for this revival, God. I know that the harder we try to seek you sometimes, the more the enemy comes at us. So, God, I pray that you'd keep us safe from all the attacks of the enemy. Just Help us to get your word tonight. Help us to be encouraged by it. Just let the Holy Spirit speak through your words. In Jesus' name I pray it. Amen. Amen. Verse 19. He brought me out to a spacious place. Isn't it good how God often does that? Sometimes we go through our biggest struggles, our biggest fears, our biggest worries, our biggest mountains that we are facing, our biggest worries, all these things that we have in our life. And oftentimes, on the other side of those hard times, God brings us to a season of rest. Many times, at least in my life, that's been the case. Uh, we see that in a, in a pretty extreme sense in the life of Job. Job went through a really difficult time in his life. And on the other side of that was great blessings. And many times for the Christian, when we stay with the Lord, when we seek the Lord, when we are strengthened by the Lord, when we come through the other side of that really hard situation, oftentimes God doesn't just give us a little rest. He brings us to a spacious space, spiritually speaking. He brought me out to a spacious place. He rescued me because he delighted in me. Boy, that's good stuff. David said that the Lord delighted in him. And you know what I believe? I believe that God delights in all of his children. It doesn't mean that he's always happy with what we do or how we act because uh, just like if you've ever had a child, you love them dearly, but sometimes they do things that you don't necessarily love what they're doing, but you still love the child. You still delight in the child. You still like to see your child be safe. You still like to see your child do well, and I think it's no different for God with us. And in these verses, David realized that God delighted in him. I think that's important for us to remember as we get ready for revival because sometimes in our situations in life, maybe it's a, a time where we've gone through some sin. Maybe it's a time where we've just been burdened down with worry. Maybe it's a time where our walk with the Lord has just not been very good. And we may be saying to ourselves, boy, God, does God even still love me? Does God even still care about me? Does God even still want to have anything to do with me? Can God still use me? 
in some way, shape, or form. And I think what we need to remember that if we are God's child, if we are Christians, God delights in us. And it may be that in a season of our life, maybe right now for some of you, that you know what, your relationship is not as good with the Lord as you want it to be. But God wants you to come back to Him. God still delights in you. God still loves you. And David knew that. God, uh, David knew that God had delivered him from his situation. He had brought him from a really bad situation to a really good situation. And David knew that God delighted in him. Verse 20. The Lord rewarded me according to my righteousness. He repaid me according to the cleanliness, or excuse me, to the cleanness of my hands. For I have kept the ways of the Lord, and have not turned from my God to wickedness. Indeed, I have kept all his ordinances in mind, and I have not disregarded his statutes. I was blameless toward him. I kept myself from sinning. So the Lord repaid me according to my righteousness, according to the, clean, the cleanness of my hands in his sight. With the faithful you prove yourself faithful. With the blameless man you prove yourself blameless. With the pure you prove yourself pure. But with the crooked, crooked you prove yourself shrewd. For you rescue an afflicted people, but you humble those with haughty eyes. That's some good stuff there. David is realizing that the Lord is rewarding him. Why? Because in this season of David's life, David is saying, I have been obedient to the Lord. Now, I don't think that David is saying, I've been so perfect. Oh, look at me. I don't believe that David is boasting. I just think he's making a statement as saying, look, here's what God is doing to the wicked. Here's what God has done to those who have who have rejected him, those who have not listened to the Lord, those who have walked in wickedness. But David says, I have walked in the statutes of the Lord. I have listened to what God has commanded. I have done the Lord's ways. I have tried my best to keep from sinning. I have kept all of God's commands in my heart. They're in my life. They're ever on my mind. They're ever in my thoughts. And David is saying, I have strived to walk with the Lord. I have strived to do what the Lord has said. And God has rewarded me. And I think a good thing for us to think about as we go into the, into the revival next week is what are we striving for in our life? What are we really striving for? Are we striving for maybe recognition of our, of our friends and family and those around us? Uh, maybe, maybe we're striving for some position at work. Maybe we're striving for some worldly possession. Uh, maybe there are, I mean, I can't list all the things. There are a million things which we could strive for other than the Lord. But a question that we need to ask maybe is, what are we really striving for right now in our life? You know, sometimes I want to kind of grumble and complain and say, well, God, why aren't you helping me out of this situ situation? God, why isn't my relationship with you very good? God, why don't you do something? But the real question I need to be asking is to myself saying, well, why don't I do something? Maybe the reason why God's not blessing me or God's not helping me through my situation or not God's not, I'm not feeling the joy of my salvation in the way I want to, it may not be because of what God's doing. It may be because I'm not striving to serve and do what the Lord says, but instead I'm striving for my own personal desires. And so maybe the reason why we aren't feeling the Lord the way we want to Perhaps some of you feel that way. I don't know. Perhaps you're doing great in your walk with the Lord. But maybe you feel that way. Maybe you feel like, golly, I want to be closer with the Lord. 
Well, the question you've got to answer is, are you striving to have a better relationship with the Lord? Are you striving to do just like David did, to keep all of God's uh, desires, all of God's commands in your heart? Are you striving when that temptation comes to do the wrong thing, to say, nope, God, that's not what you want me to do. God, I'm going to hang in there. I'm going to do the right thing. I'm not going to give in. I'm not going to gossip. I'm not going to say that thing. I'm not going to talk about that person. I'm going to bite my tongue. I'm not going to say what I think. I'm not going to dwell on this thought. Instead of striving to say, look, I'm going to do the things of the world. I'm not going to focus on this or that or the other, but I'm going to focus on everything I do for the Lord. And when we strive to serve the Lord, guess what happens? The same thing that happens with David. David was blessed. And any time we strive to draw closer to the Lord, guess what? It blesses us as Christians. Because when we feel the Lord's presence, when we are in good fellowship with the Lord, when we are in God's Word, when we are in fellowship with other believers, when we are praying all of these things, when we are doing these things and really seeking the Lord, guess what? It changes our heart. It changes our life. It changes our attitude. Things that we may come across during a day when our relationship with the Lord is not bad, the things that may set us off. When we're walking with the Lord, we have patience and gentleness and self-control. And all these things come back to us when we're striving to please the Lord. And David got that. In the midst of his tough situation, on the other side of that, God delivered him. God delighted in him. And David said, look, my whole focus, my whole desire was to be on the Lord. And God blessed David for that. And God blesses us when we seek to serve him and put him first too. With the faithful, you prove yourself faithful. With the blameless man, you prove yourself blameless. With the pure, you prove yourself pure. But with the crooked, you prove yourself shrewd. Here David is making that contrast. We saw what God did with those who rejected him. We saw what God did with his enemies. He brought judgment upon them. And David said, look, those who trust you, those who seek you, you are going to be faithful to them. For you rescue and afflicted people, for you humble those with haughty eyes. Perhaps for some of us, not just the ones of us here, but perhaps others coming to this revival, perhaps revival needs to be a time of humbling. Perhaps we have become too proud. Perhaps maybe in some of the same areas of what we saw Paul addressing in the text we looked at Sunday. Perhaps we may think, well, I don't need to come to revival. I've been coming to revival my whole life. Or I've read the Bible a lot. Or I come to church a lot. And I, I have a knowledge of God's word, God's word. And perhaps we're a little too proud. Perhaps we think a little too much of our abilities are a million different things. That it could be different areas that we may be proud Perhaps we have begun to think a little too highly of ourselves and not highly enough of God. Sometimes our lives and, and, and the things we do and the things we get and the things we experience have a tendency of, of, of sometimes kind of bringing God down a little bit and kind of lifting us up a little bit. But perhaps during this season of revival, we need to humble ourselves. We need to humble ourselves and say, look, God, I need you. God, even if we're in the best situation that we've ever been in, maybe your relationship's good with the Lord. Hey, we still need the Lord. Whether you're in a great situation, a great relationship with the Lord right now, walking close to Him, or maybe you've kind of stumbled, you're not walking close to Him. Man, we all need to humble ourselves before the Lord and realize who God is and realize what God did for us. And for Christians, when we come to revival, boy, it's a good time. Because a lot of times it's like, it's like, 
It's like we try harder at revival, and that's a good thing. It's like, it's like we really come in like examining ourselves, and we should do that every week, but there's just something different about revival time, it seems. It's something different about these meetings in people's houses that we kind of just let our hair down and let our guard down and just kind of open up and be a little more transparent with one another and kind of humble ourselves. And I think that's why God does a mighty work, because I think we're ready. Do you want a better relationship with the Lord? How's your relationship with the Lord? Here's a good question that I like to ask myself sometimes. That's a good question for us to ask. And that is, is my walk with the Lord better now than it has ever been? And if not, has there ever been a time where my walk with the Lord was better than it is now? And if there was a time that our walk was better with the Lord than it is now, then we want to get back to that place that we were with the Lord, where we were as close as we've ever been, where we felt His joy, where we felt His love, where we felt His delight in us. So let us go into this revival with a humble heart so that we can come out of this revival saying, this is my new high point. I'm closer to God than I've ever been. And we get there by humbling ourselves and seeking the Lord. And when we seek Him, guess what? We'll find Him. So let's seek Him next week. Let's pray. God, we come to You. We thank You for these good words tonight. I thank You for... For loving us. God, I pray that you would help us just to humble ourselves. Dear Lord, I pray that you would help us to realize who you are, where you are, what you did for us, dear Lord God. Help us to recognize your power. Help us to recognize your love. Help us to know that you delight in us, dear Lord, that you are glad that we are your children. And help us to delight in you, God. Help us to strive to do right. Help us to really set our focus and our desire and our heart on doing what is right by you to help us to see those areas where maybe we've lifted ourselves up and, and put you down dear lord and help us to lower ourselves dear lord to humble ourselves before you and to exalt you god and to praise you and i ask these things in jesus name amen